0: I hope you're rolling on this, Matt, because yep, this I am. Just
1: <laughs> I'm
0: sure he Perhaps is. now would be a good time to start the program. Oh, it's like 50 shades of gray. <laughs> 50 shades of pink and blue. <laughs> Rob's mood lighting, oh, for the love
2: of God. Right, here we go. <laughs> you just wish. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That's just TMI in that room, I'll tell you what. All right, welcome uh, to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm air show announcer, Matt Jolly. Joined, as always... Hi, my colleagues, air show announcers Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. We have a special guest today, guys. Yes. Who we don't mm-hmm. want to keep waiting. Well, because uh, this is the convention uh, episode. That's right. He's a
1: busy man.
2: He is. Yeah. We're talking about the president of the International Council of Air Shows, John Cudahy. Uh Good morning, John. Thanks for being here.
3: Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us. Or me. He sounds relaxed. He sounds too <laughs>
0: relaxed.
2: This.
3: Uh, yeah. He should be in a, just a total panic by now, shouldn't you, John? It's, well, the, the shots of rum at 9 o'clock in the morning help, so. Calm
1: you down a bit. Oh, they a just call that functional alcoholism, I think. Right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> just, just just a little nerve settling.
2: Hey, well, Let's talk about the convention this year because new location, uh, there's a lot of things new. People, you know, they don't even know where the bar is, which is a major problem if they don't get the word out. But there's an app. There's an app for that, uh, and it's a good app. I've seen it. Uh, so the team is doing a wonderful job, but let's talk convention and and what we need to know going in. Uh, really, what what are we, Rick? Uh, Twelve what? days away.
0: Twelve days away, and I think we should start with where exactly is the bar? <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All well,
0: right. Well,
3: it's it, it, it's actually its own small drama with the new site. We were having a tough time locating a bar, but the hotel has been nice enough to set aside the sports book at the Harris Hotel, which is a relatively large space very open. It has a bar, which is key. And so that's where we are going to gather, uh, this, this, this year during the convention.
0: Well, that sounds like a, that sounds like a, an ideal place. As you just mentioned, lots of room, lots of seating and the ability to bet. <laughs> and,
3: and, and watch, uh, watch the, the world cup or football games while you, while you enjoy your favorite beverage. Right,
0: right, right.
3: That's going to happen. <laughs> How many delegates,
0: this, this apparently not only have air shows, John, been selling out uh, at just great and record crowds all season long. Oshkosh just posted their final numbers uh, for air venture. And uh, it was, it was impressive. Every, everybody right across the board. How's the convention? Is it keeping pace with that?
3: It is. It is. Um, because we are a week later than we normally are, the the patterns are a little goofy. Uh, we just Here in the States, we just went through Thanksgiving weekend, which depressed some of the registration patterns, but uh, it's picked up again uh, on Monday and Tuesday of this week, and we're expecting for it to get back on pace. Right now, we're thinking it's going to be between 1,450 people and 1,500, which would be... Uh, above average, uh, bordering on, on quite good. And uh, uh, there, there seems to be already quite a lot of enthusiasm among the people who have registered. Some of them haven't been to the convention since 2019, if you can believe that, including including uh, Rick, actually. Um, <laughs> as, and a bunch of other Canadians, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're excited. I think uh, we got got, as, as one of you suggested, we've got a, a lot of new things planned. And um, uh, some some new things that we're doing. Some uh, obviously a new facility, new hotel, cheaper rates. Uh, we've held the line on registration rates, so it's it's all going pretty well, and the members are responding well. Hey John, I've got a question
1: for you. I was speaking with Karen Connors last week, and she was talking about something that's going to happen Monday evening at the welcome reception, and that is the ugliest. Christmas sweater contest. but and and a lot of people have kind of blown that off myself included, but the the prize package is pretty significant, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's um, it's a VIP package for next year's convention at Caesar's Palace and we have a couple other prizes, um, uh, some apple products um, uh, that we're going to give away. It, it's It's actually quite fun and quite the photo opportunity to see. Um, to see you know several hundred people dressed in genuinely ugly sweaters <laughs> I, I i have i have mine and i'm looking forward to uh, to, to sharing it with people on but the that, vip on that package
1: reception. but the vip package is significant in terms of what it gives
3: you right yeah it's um oh geez it's it's uh it's it's hotel accommodations next year at Caesars. Uh, it's, I I believe it includes some, um, uh, show tickets, um, a meal or two, uh, pick up and drop up from the airport, that kind of thing. It's a registration from us, free registration from us. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a nice package. Hey, John, there have
1: also been a bunch of, over the years, uh, ICAS has done surveys of those who attend shows. And I recall in years past, there was a significantly older demographic of folks who attended. And I think that's changing in a
3: big way, isn't it? It is. And uh, we've got quite a few educational sessions at this year's convention to help encourage that. I don't think anybody wants to turn away the older demographic uh, because they've been loyal fans for a non- long time. And, um, and, and they, make, they will continue to make up a big part of who comes to air shows. But in order to survive for the next 25 or 30 years, we have to approach younger people. And that principally means different marketing techniques. And we have three or four sessions at this year's convention that'll focus on that. Uh, we'll talk with some of the people who have been doing that well and uh, they're going to offer some tips to other shows on how to start, uh, using some of the marketing techniques that are, are really pretty, pretty effective at bringing in a younger demographic.
0: I've also noticed a bit of a gender shift too. Um, you know, when I get stuck in the video camera, In those times when I'm not on the microphone and the the jet teams are taking over and stuff, and I really get a chance to look at the crowd. And I have seen a real uptick without a a survey to back my numbers up. And maybe, uh, Rob and Matt, what you've seen too it shows, and the ones you've been to, John, I just see a real uptick in young women coming. And I know that there is opportunity there for women now uh, with all of these jobs that are going to need to be filled as far as pilots go and tech. And everything, and it seems that uh, I think those big numbers, even when it comes to licensed pilots in the country for women, is going to change. We're seeing a lot more of them at, at air shows.
3: Yeah, yeah. We've, you know, I I I, I, I took one economics c- course in college and didn't do very well in it. But I think it's a supply and demand thing. The the demand for aviation professionals is so high that uh, I, I think that 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 demand is going to drive an increase supply. And uh, and that'll include women and some people who have traditionally not been part of the aviation community and air shows are sort of the the gateway drug for uh, getting people involved in aviation. It's, it's a place for them to be introduced to something other than stepping on an airliner and uh, uh, seeing the third dimension of, of, um, of, of flying and the pilots that fly the planes and all that goes on at an air show. It's uh, the, our, our percentages, the demographics have always been pretty strong, 58% um, male and 42% female. But uh, I think you're right, Rick, that that we've seen an increase in the number of women. And I think that'll continue all through the rest of this decade. John
2: talk to the listener right now that's on the fence. A smaller performer, the guy that says, or the gal that says, you know, well, I, I can't really afford to go. I you yeah. know, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go this year. I'm still kind of on the, fa-. talk to that person right now and, uh, and give them the one thing that you wish they all knew.
3: Well, the one thing, this especially I want them to know is that we've been thinking about him or her specifically this year. We've tried to make the convention more attractive to newcomers. The, the hotel rate is quite a lot lower than it typically is. Our registration rates are, stayed pretty steady from uh, past years, but the programming is, is really geared uh, towards people who, who might not have been to a convention before to, to try to get them up to speed on some of the more recent developments and trends. Um, it, there's something there for the veterans as well, but uh, we, we really kind of focused on the kind of people you're talking about, Matt, to, to give them the opportunity to say, yeah, maybe this will be the year. And uh, uh, the new facility is just going to be quite amazing. I'm, I'm actually sorry that we're only going to be in there one year because uh, the, the future years uh, uh, won't allow it, but it's brand new. It's, it's very big. We have lots of space, and we're putting that space to use and in, in offering more breakout sessions than we t- normally do and, and some other things. So cost-efficient, it's a lot of fun, and I think the airshow community is looking forward to kind of, putting the pandemic behind us and, and starting to get back to something like business as usual.
0: The other thing, the the big concern as we head into this year though, is that awful R word recession. And then there's the difference because of that and other things. Uh, Canadians you buy a Canadian a drink this year, folks, it's, it's going to help them <laughs> out. The difference in the dollar is pretty significant, uh, but economics uh, are going to play into this. And I think, you've, you've started to look at that too in the industry. That's why we get together. We can talk about how we're going to handle these changes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, the the cost of going to a convention is it doesn't really have too much to do with the ICAST side of it. There's a lot that relates to the, the hotel accommodations, which are lower this year and airplane tickets and so forth. Um, when you move into the air shows themselves though, we have found that that air shows do quite well in an economic downturn because they are, um, they are uh, a good value and uh, they are family oriented, both on the, the price of the tickets and the nature of the, of the entertainment. And, um, there, there was a big uptick in air show attendance during the last significant financial setback in uh, 2009, 2008, 2009. Uh, that's not to say that we want that, uh, but, but I think there's reason to be hopeful that even in the face of economic downturn, attendance at airshows will continue to do well. But what the convention does best is it puts airshow people together with airshow people in an environment that's pretty specifically structured to give them a chance to get to know each other and to talk about airshow business. It's what I like best about the convention. It's four days of sort of immersion airshow experience. And, and that's, that's what has allowed us to be so successful over the 50 plus years that the convention has been held because there's really not another opportunity like that anywhere on the calendar. And ICAST provides that each year and, and our delegates have a way of getting the answers to the question, their most pressing questions. Sometimes through our educational program, but but more often, really, in, in some of the one-on-one conversations that they have.
1: I have watched, John, uh, other associations have their major gatherings and... Among those, most of them are networking and see and be seen and be around other people who are doing like businesses. However, the convention that we have combines that with the actual ability to meet with the organizers and generate business. And that is something that is not, I think, typical of so many association uh, events.
3: Yeah. They, they complement each other, don't they? You know, if, if, yeah. you, if you meet somebody in the exhibit hall on a Tuesday afternoon and then find them at the bar or over lunch or in the elevator um, uh, later that day or the next day, it, it gives you an opportunity that you don't have at some of these other events. Agreed. The longer I've been around it and then
1: have seen other things, the more I appreciate how, how good uh, the uh, and well balanced the ICAST convention is.
0: The uh, the Our awards challenge- too, John. Um, you know the pinnacles, and now there's a marketing award again this year. There's been a change there that you should address too. That's, so that people understand that it's uh, some of the uh, issues have been addressed that uh, that you have seen and uh, format, and I think uh, probably a better format now.
3: I I, I think you're right, Rick. Yeah, we've made some changes to the competitions, both the marketing competition and the pinnacle. And the idea is to use it not just as a way to recognize the people who've done particularly good work, but also to make sure that the people in the audience understand better what it is that made that work good so that they can either, either scale it outright or use components of it to improve their own uh, businesses. That's, that's really what the convention is about generally, but the, the competition specifically are an opportunity obviously to recognize people, but also to learn. And, and, uh, so the, the, uh, Wednesday luncheon will have, uh, will we'll recognize the winners of both the marketing competition and the pinnacle competition. And I think it will be a, a useful way for people to see where the state of the art is in the business right now.
0: When do you move to Vegas? and then set up shop there But a week out. I guess
3: next week? Uh, December 9th we leave. Uh, it's a Friday, and um, uh, we, we have the weekend to get ready for everybody. Uh, our Air Force Open House Workshop begins on the Sunday. That's been completely restructured. Uh, uh, we have a number of um, other workshops on the Monday, plus Exhibitor Move-In, and then we start with our opening general session on the morning of um, Tuesday, December 13th.
2: Good stuff. I've been brushing up on sports bet tips here uh, during during this show, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ready. Well, John, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it.
3: We do you indeed. Bet. Thanks for having me, and we'll, we'll see you guys in just a few days. All right, John Cutting, Cheers.
2: Yeah, from the International Council of Air Shows. It's now time to turn to the news with the most trusted name in all of air show news, that is Rick Peterson. Professional. Professional, Professional. with Prop Wash. I got nothing. Just <laughs> <This guy, man.
0: laughs> got nothing. No, I the season's over. So that's that's the news, and uh, and it's been a great one. It really has, and uh, and now we prepare for the upcoming season, uh, creating uh, new relationships, uh, you know, reinstating old ones, uh, getting getting business and and looking forward to everything that uh, 2023 has to offer in 2024 and if you're Danny Clisham already booking 2035 yeah, 2030
2: yes <laughs> so, i told him 2050 but he's 2035 <laughs> you know i love that guy we need to have Danny back on we really do we got to yeah, get him we, back on we he do.
1: We, yeah he he shared the stage a couple of weeks back or a couple That's episodes right. back with Bill Barber Jr. So. I
2: know and i and, and as soon as we hung up uh later that day i think Rick did you call him too uh, we yes. both, we both talked and we were both on the same page about wanting to hear all of the great behind the scenes stories. And I think Danny was there too, but just neither of us went there. So we got to, maybe we do that at
0: the, yet another uh,
2: episode. episode. Yeah. At the the convention. question,
1: but the question remains how many of those can be repeated in <laughs> any sort of mixed company. <laughs> That's true too. It's but. a safe
0: place here. Yeah. But some not great stuff. Great. Not there were like, snowflakes. Yeah. We're not working for public radio or something. That's right. <laughs> um, I do have to say, too, though, as, as, as the season does ramp up and, and we look back at this past season, too, and then looking forward to maybe uh, and some of the changes that may come about, um, it's looking pretty solid. Uh, the Jet teams are already out doing their, uh, their visits. Uh, the Thunderbirds, uh, of course, are starting to do their maintenance right now. The Blues have been out. The new 7 and 8 are out there doing, uh, doing their visits. The Snowbirds managed to get a flyby over the Gray Cup up here. That's uh, Canadian football and, um, and the big event and uh, in the I mean it's cold in Regina and they did the fly over the stadium uh, it looked very very impressive. So that's good as they start leaning uh, toward 2023. how that season looks now is still we're not sure uh, whether they're going to stay in the country whether they're going to visit some of the US cities we don't know yet and uh, that all comes out at the convention and another reason to be
2: there. yeah we got to be there and it's just going to be a great time. Uh, as it always is, you know, we joke about the bar, uh, and we joke a lot about, uh, about getting together in the evening, but really and truly, as, as the three of us know, that is truly where the, the magic happens, and it's not you don't have to go down there and, and drink, you just have to go down there and be with people. Uh, this will be the learn.
1: first year for me in over 20 years that I have no audiovisual jobs to do backstage. And so I will, for the first time, be able to, without having to worry about getting up at five o'clock in the morning, be able to spend some time at the bar without uh, uh, without fear of losing sleep and not getting jobs done. So
2: I'm, I'm uh,
0: very, very worried about that. <laughs> I really yeah. am. I just, I don't know what to expect from Rob Ryder I at the know. bar. I know yeah. so many,
2: so many years ago, and, and and you know, Rob. I think everybody's forgotten now about about the reason <laughs> you're no longer doing that. But um, you, know, <laughs> you misspell one word, and, and you know, you're fired. <laughs> you're and, out. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. But, well, as exactly. Matt, I know yeah. very well. I
0: mean, the first year of the Pinnacle Awards was Matt and I's first year together, trying to sell the concept, and. <laughs> And uh, and I don't know if anyone will ever forget. I dread even bringing it up again because uh, I'm happy that most people have forgotten the cue of the monkeys. Yeah. Oh,
1: God. Don't even bring <laughs> that up.
0: It didn't go very well.
1: Yeah, Both but you know, like in our wounds for years after that, the technology is caught up. We could make that happen properly now. I'm oh, sorry, Matt. God. Would you say? No, I just, I,
2: I really felt, I did feel badly for you last year. I mean, I really did. You went to introduced in a stun bar, you dropped one D and one N. And it was unfortunate, but <laughs> replacing it with the beginning was a bad choice. I'm just gonna say that. And sadly sadly now they've today. replaced it. You, him, you, you know? cannot
1: you cannot hurt me with that because as PT Barnum Barnum once said, all publicity is good publicity.
0: Well, you got it I'll everybody tell you that. has a convention story on our social media pages be sure to save or share yours
2: <laughs> there you go <laughs>
0: because of legal reasons we won't share them here
2: that's right no, well thanks you're... to Cuttahy though for coming on it, it giving us the yes. convention upshot i mean that's just i'm, I'm ready to go ready to get the on the app, plane
0: i think they're about to launch the app uh, probably by the time you hear this uh so download anyway because i think it's available online and uh as they continue to populate it and work out some of the kinks i mean it's it's amazing the amount of organization that goes into this this convention and it should be pointed out that it's done with a very small staff and and a few volunteers and yet we get things like an app technology and everything comes together for these days down in vegas and uh, i'm looking forward to it and very much appreciate the efforts that go into it all right indeed
2: i agree fun. with that wholeheartedly I'll see you guys there. How do you there. spell and wholeheartedly? How do you don't spell even that? get into spelling. We'll we'll be recording an episode at the convention. Uh, much Bring like your a, Yeah, much like the one we, that we did. Are we going to get complaints again this year about how much noise we made? I'm sure we will. It'll Just talk to Kevin. All right. So we'll see you down there. And if you want to be on the show, come find us. We'd love to have you on. We have a new product that we're going to be rolling out uh, yes. in the near future, too, which will be a lot of fun, and we can talk about it there at the convention. So long, everybody.
0: Mystery builds. It's going to, ooh, that was very well played, Matt.